Hello guys, how we doing? On this very special episode today, we've got none other than Big John. If you don't know who Big John is, then where have you been for the last few years? Um, he is the dad of heavyweight boxing sensation, uh, Johnny Fisher, aka the Romford Ball. Johnny is someone who I'm just an absolute massive fan of. You know, I'm a fully-fledged member of the Romford Ball Army. I go watch him whenever I can, and um, he's doing really well in the... Uh, in the heavyweight ranks, he's he's still a you know a new fighter, six and zero fights for for Matchroom Matchroom Boxing Promotion, obviously Eddie Hearn's um, Eddie Hearn's firm, and uh, yeah, it's just a great journey that they've been on. I've known I've known of Big John for for many years and knew Johnny as well, and uh, it's just great to see everything they're doing now. Basically, I mean, Big John has has blown up on TikTok. He's got like millions and millions of views of him eating Chinese, saying bosh, and just being an absolute character. You know what he is really, and he goes now uh, all over the country doing nightclub PAs. He's got a big fan base all over the country, and I absolutely love him to bits. So, without any further ado, please welcome to that Josh James show, Big John. It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. No, not joking. Hello, welcome back to that Josh James show. Um, another episode is here with me, stand-up comedian Josh James. As ever, I'm joined by my right-hand man, top producer in the game, the Italian stallion Salvatore Pacconi. How are we doing, Sal? All good. Good. And I've got a very special guest today. I've been wanting to get him on for a long, long time. Um, it's Big John. Thanks for having me on, Josh. And what a name. I didn't realise his name was uh, exotic as that. So, well, uh, do you know what? Yeah, he, Well, he, your official... Name is Salvatore. My uh, my government name. His government name, as I like to call it, Salvatore Bacconi. But obviously he goes by Sam, but I just like Salvatore. So he goes by Sam. What about Sal or Sally? Or... Well, yeah, he started to popularise Sal. Sal, yeah. Sal, yeah. Like just, you know, it's got Sopranos vibe about it. Off the Godfather. It. I'm thinking off yeah. the Godfather, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. pretty good. You look like you could be in the Godfather. I don't know. Being One of the henchmen. Oh. Actually, you know you look a bit like, you know in The Godfather 1 where the geezer gets strangled in the bar? Oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. Behind. yeah, yeah. Do you was look it, a bit like yeah, him? Was it, um, He's like the enforcer. Luca Brossi, wasn't it? Yeah. Luca Brossi, yeah. Brossi. yeah. yeah. Right. Swims with the fishes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. yeah. I'll take that as a compliment, though, Josh. Yeah, Thank I can't you. believe, mate, you just told us before we started rolling, you ain't had no breakfast this morning. Oh, I could hear my uh, tummy rumbling <laughs> as we're talking, so um, I better get something down me quick as yeah, soon as we're, we're finished. Yeah, we'll get you some, uh, we'll get you something round there. Um, so yeah, mate, you've been you've been here, there, and everywhere recently. You've been on like this tour of the country doing the doing the PAs. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's it is still unbelievable, Josh. Do you know what I mean? Because I am a normal bloke, you know, and yeah. I'm a, I'm a fat old normal bloke at that. But um, yeah, I've just done like fifteen consecutive dates all over the country, and we've got about another fifteen still to go. But they're a bit more spread out, now. mate. You need your own tour T-shirts, or you've got your own tracksuits now, haven't you? You got we've your got, own big... yeah. William and Emery sorted them out. We've got a few a uh, few like firms on them, so I do normally wear that when I go. And we have got tracksuits for people that come with us. And normally, when I do an appearance, I've got three or four people with me, and they're wearing the tracksuit. You've got but, a team with you. But the, lately, because it's just the way things have worked out, I've been on my own. So um, a I've bit like our to... sort of Johnny's boxing career taking off with his team. You know, that's sort of like your PA career, isn't it? Really. Yeah. It's, listen, it probably goes hand in glove. You know, when yeah. when I do the PAs, people come up, they're pleased to see me. But I was in Cardiff and every single one of them, as Johnny, as Johnny, every single one. Yeah. Now, normally when you got a PA, you might get like 20, 30%. Oh, Johnny Fisher, Johnny Fisher. But Cardiff was mental for that. Mental. Yeah. And what would you put that all down to? Is it the TikTok? 
I think it's a bit of both. Johnny's relatable when he's when he's being interviewed. Obviously, people like the way he fights. TikTok must help because we get millions upon millions of views. You don't realise how good that is for exposure, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a good thing and a bad thing, Josh, because obviously it's built me up to somewhere where I never thought I'd be. But it can yeah. obviously bring you down as well. So you know, I'm just riding the riding the wave while it's there and, and enjoying every minute of it at the moment. Yeah, it'd be good if you eventually you got. On, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Well, I'll, listen, I'm not a celebrity, but I want my gun on there because I'll probably lose a couple of stone on there. So, uh, <laughs> that'd be that'd be the ideal thing to go on. Perhaps this time next year, if I if I get a few more views, I might I might have a chance. Mate, you'd fucking be all right with the eating challenges, though, wouldn't you? Uh, do you know what? I I wouldn't be able to eat anything like that. <laughs> no, would you not? No, no. I'd rather go hungry, and I'd rather everyone else go hungry. There's no What's way. What's your favourite thing to eat? Apart from Chinese. Yeah, oh, Chinese, of course. Uh, I do like a nice steak. Steak, chips, onion rings, mushrooms, tomato, yeah. mustard. Lovely. I yeah. do like that. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't pretend the kangaroo bollocks are like some Chinese dumplings I or suppose, something. Listen, listen, this will be true for when you eat an Indian takeaway, Chinese takeaway, you don't really know what you're eating. <laughs> it's the sauce. It's the sauce that you can taste, isn't it? You know? So yeah. I suppose, yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. You probably could... Uh, I'll just make out it's like something from a Chinese menu. So uh. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's been unbelievable watching like Johnny's Johnny's journey. And obviously we all love we all love watching him fight and he's such a powerful fighter, such a like humble heavyweight, he's like a people's champion. Do you know what I mean? But I think a big part of it is is you guys as a family as well. You know, it's like I think a lot of people, they buy into Johnny as a fighter, but they buy into all of you as a family because you're so, you know, you document a lot of your lives in terms of on TikTok, on Instagram, and you're just such a down-to-earth, normal family, a fun family. You know, you all take the piss out of yourselves, and it, it just seems fun, you know, and you don't see that from a lot of boxers. Obviously, with a lot of boxers, it's, uh, you know, it's all about they want to look like the menacing one, the mean one, you know, but obviously when Johnny gets in the ring, he's down to business, you know, he's very good at what he does, but, you know, beyond that, he's just... It's, it's just, it's very funny. It's lovely to watch, you know. Listen, I think the word you're looking for is relatable. Relatable. We're a normal family. You yeah. know, Johnny happens to be a professional boxer. And when you say that, yeah, when he's in the ring, when he's training, he's 100% committed, focused or whatever. But he likes to laugh as much as anyone else. And no one can quite believe like the popularity I'm getting. But it's all from Henry. Henry's the Henry's the brains of the, uh, yeah, of the family. Because I, I didn't even know I was on TikTok. He's putting me on there. I didn't even know I was on there. And obviously William, aka Wilbertross, he's lost a bit of his pizzazz lately. Um, he's like a working man. He's getting a bit older, but he's he's the original uh, the original one of the family that yeah. used to get the views. Definitely, he's so funny, Will. He could be so funny. He's like, I said I said to him when they when Will and Johnny come to watch me at a gig, I said I said Will, I was like, if you ever fancy, I was like. I think you'd be a great stand-up. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you're naturally funny to look at. He's six foot seven. Yeah. You know, he's just a bit off key. The blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he's just funny. He's just like, I've got funny bones. The only trouble is, uh, he won't be able to take the bit of the, uh, people having a go at him. He, he gets his back up quite quickly. So Yeah, um, but that might be his age when you're 19, <coughs> yeah, you, you yeah. know. You think, yeah, you want to have a go at everyone. As you get older, that's yeah. just like, just walk yeah. off a duck's yeah. back, yeah. isn't it? You, you know go. what I mean? Yeah, totally. But no, it is, it's, listen, it's all a bit of fun. And obviously we've got Hetty, we've got Charlotte, my wife. She like don't like to be in any of it or anything like that. But um, apart from when her cooking comes up, uh, but we'll leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, how did when when did it start really getting big? Like like and and obviously you said you weren't like, really aware of like your son's putting you up on TikTok and stuff. When did you start noticing the first one? Probably about a year ago, I should imagine. I was just left Cafe Royale, had something to eat, and um, I was walking down the street. I remember it like it was yesterday, and someone come running like, "Oh my God, Big John, Big John." And I think, are they talking to me? And uh, he said, can I have your photo? Please, can I have your photo? 
And I said, what do you want my photo for? Is it because of Johnny? And uh, he said, who's Johnny? No. I said, yeah, I said, well, why do you want my photo then? And they said, you're on TikTok. I said, am I? I didn't even know. <laughs> to this day, I don't even really watch TikTok myself. Nah. To be honest, obviously I'm on it now because I've got to look at what's going on. But it was just Henry putting me on eating and eating Chinese. And then, <laughs> and then it just got, listen, the original thing was from eating Chinese. And then I said Bosch a few times at the end of things because it, it just catches, you know, when you say it. Yeah. And then I did a few videos of that Sam Bosch. And everyone's going, why are you not saying Bosch? We want to hear Bosch. Why are you not saying Bosch? <laughs> Feel like they've so, been shortchanged. Yeah. So then it's just the way I say it. They like it. So it's just that with the Chinese. But whenever we put, like whenever Emery puts a, a video on of me with Chinese, it's million plus views every time. Just whatever you're doing, you know, it's just crazy. It's, it's, and when I'm at the appearances, people come up, 90% of them, they go, Chinese or Indian? And you wait a little while and go, Chinese. They go, yes. It's all about China. I'm a Chinese man. It's Chinese. It's all yeah. it's the Chinese with me. Uh, I'm an Indian man myself. I'm Chinese all day. See, I, like, I, like Indian, I like an Indian, but Chinese, Chinese nine times out of ten. I yeah, think it's hard balls. to find a good Chinese. Have you got a good Chinese? You like? Well, you've got to have one that's not greasy. I think mm. some we some could be quite greasy. Blue Orchid in Romford to sit in, you will not beat. But they don't deliver for takeaway. And a Saturday night now, I've got lazy. I've got used to me takeaway being delivered. Yeah. And we used to use Wing Hing, but they've sort of changed. They've got more Japanese and Thai now. So we're using Welcome In in Hornchurch. Use that for about the last four weeks. And it's restaurant quality delivered. It's beautiful. Really Do you know good. what you need? Someone needs to give you a travel show, Big John in China. <coughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That. You go there, you walk yeah. the, the Great Wall of China. It'd be too much work. I mean, yeah, that. maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll get you a little, um, yeah, I don't know, scooter for that. Yeah, scooter. <laughs> like, you know, they scooter. got in bed at all. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell, thanks. Yeah, no, I can walk. I can walk. So yeah, it's quite long though. The Great Wall of China. Yeah, I don't think I'll be able to do it. But there yeah, you but go. mate, that, we'll well, that yeah, but you could do all that. You could learn how to do karate. You know. <laughs> Is it karate Japanese? Is it, it Japanese? Uh, uh, is karate Japanese or Chinese? It might be. It might be Japanese actually. It's kung Fu. That's um, Kung Fu. Have a look. Karate is Japan, isn't it? Uh, karate is Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sorry about that. In your Josh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, did you used to fight when you were younger? Yeah, I only had I had ten amateur fights. I think I won one seven, lost three. But I used to play football as well. I used to play for Latin Orient yeah. up to the age of eighteen, and I sort of never chose between the two. And I don't think you can do that, especially now you can't. I should yeah. have, I should have chose one sport or the other. I'm not saying that I would have been good enough to make it in in a, you know in in either or, but it sort of conflicted with each other. But the boxing, which is great for your fitness and your self respect and you know everything about it, is a great sport discipline. Who did you, who did you, what gym was you fighting for? Uh, my main gym was the Lion ABC in Hoxton. Yeah, uh, and then I had a couple for the Repton as well. Repton, but yeah. It. it Few things transpired against me, a few accidents in training. Um, and then one day I just thought, it's not, you know, you, yeah. you've got to be 100% dedicated to be a boxer. But I'm glad I've done it because it put me through. I started when I was 13, stopped when I was about 19. Mm. It takes you through them teenage years. I mean, I never drank a pint of beer till I was about 25. Yeah. Purely because of the boxing element, you know. Gives you good discipline, right? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, and Johnny, where did he started out? Five star? <clears throat> In Harold Hill. No, his first club was Ongar ABC. I used to go Ongar. Not far from here. With, yeah, uh, I, I used to go. Alan Bush and Mark Wilkes. And then Ongar ABC become Brentwood ABC. Yeah. And then obviously like schoolwork and everything got in the way. So then we needed a more local club. So five star. Why'd he go Ongar? Because that was the only one when he was six. That was the only one that took people at that age. Oh, really? Yeah. Because like, not, not to fight. I think he had a gym show when he was seven. Yeah. But it's just to get in the discipline, and and he's and he loved it ever, you know, from the first day. Yeah, I mean, we go. I, I remember you from years ago because um, 
when I was about 19, my mate, uh, he was like one of my best mates at the time, he used to run uh, the Havering um, football team. Because I remember Johnny, right? So he was like, come over, get, you know, help us, give us a second opinion. <coughs> Not that it counts for a yeah. lot, but um, so, and there was this kid who was, in, was playing centre half, and I was like 19 at the time. I was fairly small for my age, yeah. you know. And this kid was fucking the size of me. And they're about, what are they, about 10 at the time? I suppose I suppose that age it might have been 11, 11 or 12. 11 yeah. or 12. Yeah. And I just remember this kid, he was as big tall as me. He playing centre half. He was, he just, he just looked and we was like, we was like, wow, he's like a bruiser, you know? Yeah. And we were laughing at how much bigger he was than all the other kids. Like, it was like a man playing against, you know yeah. what I mean? Chill, like kids, you know? And then, um, and then his dad comes over and he was like, all right, lads, how are we doing? He's a big guy. And it was fucking Big John. <laughs> I was big and then, Yeah. And he was, he was still pretty big, pretty yeah, tall though. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then I remember ye like years later, my mate was like, oh, do you remember that kid that played centre half? Who yeah. was like the size of you? I was like, yeah, he's big, wasn't he? He goes, yeah, he's like a boxer now, heavyweight boxer. I was like, well, that don't surprise me. He yeah. goes, yeah, he's sparring his Joe Joyce. I was like, he's supposed to be really good, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, quality, that's, that's great. And I didn't hear anything for a couple of years. Then I see this, um, then like Matron put this thing up, well, we signed the Rumford Ball. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if that's kid. And I looked into it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's the yeah. same. It's the it's same. Funny how we go back all them years. And it's funny. Yeah. It's and crazy. it's funny. And then when the photo, the the, the video started popping, popping up at you, I mean, I was laughing because we always used to say, that Johnny's such a character. You know, like you come up, everyone loved you. You know what I mean? You were chatting to everyone. You was helping out. And we just, we just thought you're such a character. So it's so funny all these years later, you know, that, other people have yeah, you know, seen what you saw. So yeah, yeah, see, you yeah. know, and um, it is, it, it is it's surreal, surreal, you know, it's, it's very funny. Johnny has a guy at me for using that word surreal, but that's all I can it's use. It's surreal. It. I'm a normal, normal bloke, as you say, doing normal things, helping out with his yeah. son, doing what you can, but you have to have a bit of personality. You know, we all, we all originate from the East End, don't we? We're all like Essex boys now, but we're all so everyone loves to say Essex. No, but you know what I mean? We're all, yeah. we're all from the East End, and that's how we used to, that's how like my dad and his mates and that all used to be back in the day, you know. Yeah. You, you've got to have a laugh and take the mickey out of each other. Yeah, you've got to take the piss. Oh, definitely. I mean, I have the piss taken out of me more than anyone, but <laughs> as you say, it goes in one ear and out the other. I couldn't care less. You've got to laugh about these things. Oh, job. I couldn't you care know less. I mean? You know, you can't take life too serious. Life is bloody hard, especially at the moment. Yeah. So if you can't laugh, what are you going to do? Cry. No. You know? So exactly. it's better to laugh. Yeah. And with your following, like you're following, Johnny's following, like <clears throat> obviously like he sold like, a hefty amount of tickets for like a, a boxer who's been in the game is sort of like he's quite early on in his career you know yeah. like and and like, like how how have the, the show's been doing like to give some some of the audience a bit of a perspective of like how well these shows sell like well let's let's put one thing into perspective was it johnny's third fight to arrow first fight since lockdown had finished. oh two wasn't it because his first his first two fights were in lockdown his third fight, Alvaro Torero. He's boxing him at the O2. He's on the undercard of the Dillian White um, Walling show. Three weeks before, Dillian White pulls out of an injury. They're talking of cutting the show, you know, because obviously the main event's not there. Uh, but thankfully, Johnny sold nearly like 2,000 tickets for that event and they let the show carry on. And what, what an event it was, what a night it was, you know, and even Eddie and Barry were there. They couldn't believe the atmosphere. It was like so, his arena that night, wasn't it? I it remember was, it was unbelievable. Me, me and my wife were sitting there. Now, bearing in mind, this is the first time we've watched him as a professional. Because mm. the first two fights, we were sitting at home watching on the telly. And we're sitting there and all of a sudden you can hear a massive cheer and you think, what's that for? And picture Johnny in the changing rooms <laughs> on the screen. And, and, and as his mum and dad, 
I'll never ever forget that, you know. And then like when they started singing his name, and I said to I said like you'll never. That was the first time you'll never you'll never beat that because it was the first time. But I was saying that he had Ali Pally sold nearly three thousand tickets, and we was up in Sheffield. Only sold about twelve hundred to Sheffield, but the atmosphere in Sheffield probably topped the O2. There's a lot of people there supporting him that hadn't bought through us. What an atmosphere. And Unbelievable. Do you, and do you think these are the majority of people coming up from Essex or do you think they're all like from all over? From all over the place. Obviously, he's got a big core support from Essex and we've got like we've got our own family and friends group chat, the Country Roads Posse, where everyone buys tickets. And like, I mean, Johnny's nephew's done about 120 tickets himself, you know, with all his mates. But they're from all over. We've got Northern Ireland, Southern Ireland, Scotland, Liverpool, Manchester, Cornwall. They come from all over. And um, what you said earlier on, Josh, we, when I say we, Johnny, Johnny's the one. He's brought people into the sport that wouldn't normally be at a boxing yeah, event. 100%. It's, it is a day out. It's like an event. You know, we meet up before, we meet up afterwards. I mean, after Sheffield, we went to a place called Glory Holes. What a place that is. You know, if you're ever in Sheffield, it's, it's, a, it's a great bar, great people. Strip club, yeah. It's just it got golf underneath, but with like with themes, horror. Oh, okay. Some, no, a, bit, no, right. some a bit sexual, some a bit horror, right. but golf and upstairs is a wonderful bar. DJ, really nicely lit. And there was four, four, four hundred, five hundred of us there till four o'clock in the morning. Not one bit of trouble. Not yeah. one argument, not one fight. The, the atmosphere is so good. I mean, when I've been, I mean, I love my boxing. Whenever I've been to boxing shows before, my, my one criticism of it is sometimes a clientele you can have there, like, just a bit on edge, you know. Sometimes it kicks off in the Quite crowd because yeah. people are like boxing, you know. They they a bit, you know, they like to fight or whatever. Well, not everyone, but as in, it it, it attracts more of them sort of people, yeah. right? So high testosterone yeah. environment, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But the I mean, the unbelievable thing when I went to watch Johnny Rio too when he fought that Sp Spanish geezer. Um, I mean, the atmosphere was great. Everyone had their Romford shirts on. We was we was it was very much we were all more like together. There was a bloke next to me. Um, that was like, he was like from Romford, like proper geezer, yeah. you know, Stone Island Don, yeah. and like I was talking to him and he's a lovely bloke. But then next to us, we had people from Exeter University yeah. where he went university, very posh, you know, and like very uni, like. Loads of them from there. But it was like, it was just a good vibe. And I was like, where would you get a bloke like that next year? And then, yeah. and then uh, the people like that. But it was, was all together. And when he come out, I said to him, I miss you. I was like, I've got, I got goosebumps. Yeah, he's, he's I was like, a, and I could see it in Johnny's face. He's a, he's almost a bit taken aback. He by said it. his legs were like jelly when he come out. Of there. I could see the. I could yeah. see like the, like Emotion. he was blown away, you know. And I was thinking, I hope that don't throw him. But it, um, you know, he done the. Done but the what business. we do is like when we went to Sheffield, Millwall were playing Sheffield United that day, so Johnny's got quite a big following from South London as well, mm. and a lot of Millwall fans were coming up. So you know, like we've got obviously got a lot of West Ham fans. Yeah, a lot of few go. Oh, we've got Millwall coming up. You give everyone a T-shirt, fight night T-shirt that buys a ticket. You all put it on, then you're not Millwall, you're not mm. West Ham, you're Romford Ball. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And you all you all come together as one. But we've got like a lot of lot of kids come and watch Johnny. A lot of lot of ladies come and watch Johnny. So it's a, it's a real good mix. I'd, and, I'd and thankfully be, so. I'd definitely be more more <coughs> more open to take my kid to watch Johnny fight because I know there's yeah. going to be more of a mix. People is going to be a nice, funner atmosphere than to say watching just an average, you know, like a normal different show. Normal it is card. a mix. And as you say, from all over, any gender, any race, any creed, everyone's welcome in the Rock and Ball Army. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I love that. Bosh. Bosh. Yeah. <laughs> and um, with the, the recent, I mean, this might not come out for a few weeks. 
But obviously, there's been some big boxing news this week. Uh, the Eubank Ben fight has been called off. Um, what, what what are your first thoughts on on? Listen, that? my first thoughts. Connor Ben's a friend of ours. Obviously, Johnny's with Matchroom. Eddie Earn looks after Johnny. But I always say things how I see them. I don't tow any company line. I think it's the right thing the fight hasn't gone ahead. I hope Connor clears his name. I hope something comes out that shows that he, you know, the same one with a test or it's been tainted or anything like that. And I hope they can get it on. But for me, as a boxing fan, the right thing has happened that the fight hasn't gone ahead. But I would have hoped as a boxing fan that they could have got someone else to step in so the undercard fighters could get, because people don't realise them undercard fighters, they've trained for like eight, ten weeks for that fight. You know, and and to just not fight or box is hard. But obviously, the promoters know whether it's feasible to carry on or, or do it. But I'm just talking as a fan, you know. But I do hope that Connor clears his name because I've met him a good few times and he's always been really friendly to me and he's always come across really well. So I hope it all comes out all good. Yeah, it's a bit of a pylon at the moment of, of, of Raul Connor and... I think I'm the same sort of reserving judgment to I've heard a bit more, you know, whether it's the test been tainted or he's maybe taking something accidentally or, or whatever. It's, it's, an, it's, a, it's not a, a great situation for anyone, really. and um, It's not, but as... But a, at the same time, yeah. you know, the right, that's the right decision. You as can't, a, father, you can't be fighting. As a yeah. father to a fighter, if one of Johnny's opponents had tested positive for banned substance the week before they fought, I wouldn't want him to fight him. So the right course of, course, of action has of taken course. place. And now the due course can find out, what, you know, what's gone on. And of course, you know, in boxing, you can legally kill someone in that ring. Totally. You know, you can. So you've got to be so careful. And obviously it's a dangerous sport enough as it is, you know. And even if it's a small amount in there. Boxers' health is paramount. Yeah, Boxers' is, health, at know. the end of the day, you know, you've got your promoters, you've got your trainers. You've got, but the boxers are the people that matter. And we've got to protect them as much as we possibly can to make sure it's as safe as it possibly is. Because as you say, you can legally kill someone in that ring. So, yeah. you know, the right course of action has taken place. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, it, no, it's, 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 I think it's, yeah, it's sad for everyone because you just hope that he's not taking anything deliberately. Yeah. And I mean, even now, even if he has taken something deliberately, it's, uh, He's a big pile on at the moment and that, that can't be easy for him to handle. And, no. you know, he's still very much a young man and we all make mistakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we, let's, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's see what comes out. Yeah. Um, but definitely the right decision for it to, to, to be called off 100%. Yeah. You know, and it is, it's, it's not great for all the, the, the fighters on the undercard because I see some of them, you know, they're not earning a, a, earn a lot of money either. You know, they're no. living fight to fight. They've got, they got um, that fees to pay for the training camp. they still got to pay. Yeah. You know, it's it's not a great situation for everyone, but... It's just right a shame situation. someone else couldn't have stood in because Eubank was in great shape. But I suppose with the show of that magnitude, they decided just to pull it. So yeah. the powers that be no more than me or you. No, exactly. So when, um, when did Johnny start taking fighting, you know, boxing a bit more seriously? Well... Listen, people say, oh, he hasn't got a big amateur background. He hasn't as regards fights, but he's been in an amateur environment since the age of six. And then, like, he, he boxed when he was 15, had a three or four fights, won them. He, Johnny always talks about his amateur career as a senior because he don't really recognise as a junior because junior, you're not a man. No. You know, it's good what you do, but it probably only really matters when you become a man, you know. Um, so he only had four senior fights. He was at university. He was playing rugby, playing high-level rugby for Exeter Uni. And uh, there was a, a bloke there called Zane from Dagnum. And he just started taking Johnny on the pads a little bit. And, and Johnny hadn't boxed for about four years. And he 
it got him back into it. Yeah. So he said, why don't we have like a couple of fights for the uni? He had a couple of fights for the uni, won them both first round knockout. And during this time, Sam Jones put out uh, a call on Instagram looking for sparring for Joe Joyce. And Johnny, six foot five, 18 stone, 17 half stone, could look after himself. He thought, I'll have a go at that because he's always liked Joe Joyce. We've always followed yeah. Joe's career. So he said, what do you think, Dad? I said, yeah, go, go and have a go. You can only, you know, they, they'll look after you. And he went there, done well, asked him back, done well again. And then they asked him to go to Vegas to spar, be one of the main sparring partners for his camp. Unbelievable. So, and it was while he was out in Vegas, still had no idea of becoming a professional boxer. He was doing his history degree at the time, the final stages. Um, but I think he really impressed out there against a couple of American heavyweights while he was sparring. And that's when Sam Jones, Adam Morley at S-Jam, said, look, we think he's got something here. We'll, we'll turn, can he turn pro? I know Joe Joyce speaks very highly of his power, doesn't he? He's, you know, he's just so powerful. Listen, I was in Vegas this last camp for Joe versus Joe Parker. And Joe Joyce is, is reaching new heights. I've seen Johnny and Joe Joyce spar from three, four years ago. And they're both lifting each other up. You know, I've seen some of the spars and they're just whacking I mean, each other. Joe Joyce, you could chuck a kitchen sink at his fucking jaw and he just he keeps on walking through it, doesn't he? He's, he's I mean, so some underrated. of the shots when he just fought jo Joseph Parker, yeah. you're thinking, how's that not knocked you out? And he's just like, I mean, the great, obviously his nickname's a juggernaut. It's perfect for him because he's just like, I'm just thinking, I don't know if anyone can knock this geezer out. We was we was ringside and some of the shots, they say, top respect to Joe Parker, you know, what a, what a yeah. fighter he is, what a man he is. Um, but as I say, I was fortunate enough to see some of the sparring in Las Vegas. And then when they come back to London, the final week, it was another level. Yeah. You know, the, to see Johnny and Joe do them spars, people would have paid money to see that. Trust me. Yeah. And you just knew Joe Joyce was in such a good place. Yeah. But he's pushed Johnny onto a good place as well. Yeah, you know, they're, they're helping each other. They're, they're the best of mates. But when they're in that ring, they're working as hard as they can to help each other as well. Where does Johnny get that power from? From his mum. His mum. Yeah. <laughs> she gave me a few uh, few slaps lately, I tell she you. She gave you a couple yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, mate. you got to stop going to these PAs. Oh, well, living got, the I've life. I've got to earn a living, Josh, and I, you know. We've yeah. all, got, we've all oh, got to pay our bills. Listen, you know? It's an hard life that someone's got to do it. I've mate. got to do it. I've got to pay the bills, mate. Yeah, exactly. I've got I, to pay um, yourself. I remember meeting your lovely wife when we were shooting the Eddie sketch, and um, she made a couple jokes about it at the, at the time, about, you know, Going out to do the PAs and stuff. How how does she find like your sudden internet sensation sort of success? Listen, she can't really believe it. She thinks it's so funny, you know. But obviously, we're earning a bit of money off the back of it. And, yeah, of and my normal business in cheese has been really hard since COVID. Yeah. Since like after COVID prices and that, so I'm still doing that. But this is sort of helping. Yeah. to earn a living basically for you know, those that don't know what was your uh, normal business buy and sell cheese like we wholesale cheese to people but it's, it's so hard at the moment so so hard but we're still doing it but this is just uh, thankfully complimented what we're doing you know yeah. but yeah she she was fine with it and normally as I say normally my boys one or two of my boys come with me even my nephew Michael like want to come and I normally do my hour in the club do what I've got to do get back to the hotel because normally I've got to go work the next day so it's yeah, it's glitzy and glamoury, but then I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning, driving home and going to work. But lately with the freshers, they've been like one after the other. So I've tried. I'm still working, but probably one day a week, and I'm doing the uh, the freshers ones all in all in a row. So I haven't been home as much. So she's turning a little bit now. You know, <laughs> yeah. But um, it's understandable, you know. I, I know I wouldn't like her doing it, but um, listen. 
Anyone out there wants to book is Charlotte, isn't it? Your missus, yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. Anyone wants to book Charlotte Fisher for a PA? Yeah, yeah. We'll get her. Let us know. Yeah, because I think Big John needs a little bit of taste of his own medicine. <laughs> yeah, probably right. I wouldn't. I'll be going with her. Don't worry. Yeah. About her. <laughs> <laughs> but I can understand. Listen, she's really she's very good. My wife she puts up with a lot. She puts up yeah. with all the boys. You know, some of the stuff we give her. Not a lot of people will be able to put up with it. You know, and four and four blokes in that house. There's four blokes in the house. Plus our four, daughter. Four, Four blokes all over, about six foot five and all. Plus four dogs. We've got four dogs, you've got to remember. Yeah, your dog, when I come around yours yeah. last time, he fucking didn't like me. No, he didn't the like The Rottweiler. Yeah, he didn't like yeah, me, Josh. The, probably, was, probably the Celtic connection. He it might have been, like yeah, that. I think I had my Celtic yeah, top yeah. on. <laughs> and he was like, fuck. He's a good boy, though. He's a good boy, the Boschweiler. The thing is, a Rottweiler, like, he just looks scary. Do you know what I mean? He's so terrible. People go up, people house, go... Yeah. Oh, he's no, nah, he's all right. He won't bite you, but he's like, fucking come he, on. If you're, in our, if you're in our house and we and, and we uh, sort of uh, didn't like the look of you, that you say, would, go on. He would. Yeah. yeah. So we always say, after you've been there 10 minutes, he's all right. You know what I mean? But if you don't know you, he's very, very uh, yeah. protective of the house. Probably like my, most yeah, dogs, he's doing his really? job, but it's because he's so big and looks fierce as well. It looks yeah. worse, you know, but he's a good boy. He really is a good boy. Yeah. So she's got f- four blokes and how many dogs? Four dogs, two four. cats. <laughs> dogs, and, two And cats. a daughter, Hetty. And Hetty's probably worse than all of us. You know what girls are like? Teenage girls. So yeah. uh, she probably gives Charlotte more grief than any of us. So Because uh, she's still at school now, Hetty, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's, she's, she's at Cooper's working hard. She's doing very well, to be truthful with you. Um, I mean, Etty has to put up with a lot because she's got all her brothers, you know, and 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 even like for Etty, and I'm not talking flash here because Johnny's got a following, I've got a following, and a lot of people like it, but a lot of people, it's not jealousy, but a lot of people want to dig as well. Yeah, of you know, you there's get always going to you know, be people. And, and we are normal people, but she, yeah. she goes through it more than anyone, I think, you know, so well, we've got people, to remember people that. People, one, get jealous, you know, and two, as well, as much as, however big your following gets, there's always going to be people out there that, that yeah. don't like you. Do totally. you know what I mean? That's and just I can that understand is. that. You know, if anyone don't like me, that's fine. You know, yeah, it's, cool. it's take take me or leave me like I do with people when I'm seeing them on yeah. Instagram or YouTube or whatever, you know, it's mm. uh, it is what it is. But it's all it's all good fun. It's all good fun at the moment. I hope it continues that way. Yeah, absolutely. But Hetty's good at her sport, isn't she? She's yeah. a very good netballer, isn't she? And she's, the... she's playing for Essex. She's playing for a school. They all seem, all the kids seem to be good at sport. They've it's... all... It's not that you're good. You try and put them into sport. I've always like, yeah. you know, Henry was very good. But they've all seemed to like, they've all excelled. You know, Henry played for yeah. QPR. Johnny yeah. obviously with the boxing. Um, Will, I don't know how good he's he... a goalkeeper. He's, William could be very, very good. But yeah. with William, it's that little bit of push. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be a great boxer, William. Six foot yeah, seven, arms as, arms as long as that. But I took him boxing once. Like I've put all my sons into boxing and he's on the bag and I'm standing the other side, like just as a parent and he's hitting the bag and he turns his head to me and goes, how long? Yeah. And I knew then that it weren't for him because no. I could put Johnny on a bag or even Emery on a bag and they just hit it and hit and hit until yeah. they're told to stop. I love but it. But with William, and I think once we took him to Will Jones's gym down in Romford at the edge, he'd done like a session. He went out the thing and was sick everywhere. So uh, William's not got it in him. Boxing's great to send your kids. So I, I always said, I think I'll take my son to boxing because I think even if you don't, don't keep with it, I think it's a good... No, listen, yeah. I think... I think it does you a bit of good to get a punch in the face, basically. What it does you good, and this is this might not sound right, but it does you good to know there's always someone that can tell you what, you know, can, <laughs> can teach you a lesson. Yeah. It takes that chip off people's shoulders. Yeah. Because when you're in a boxing gym, there's always someone better than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when, when you're out in a street environment and all that, it, it brings you down. 100%. A, a or two. And I've always said this about certain people. 
Like you always, how many times do you get like a bit of an obnoxious like bloke who's like, excuse me, lad, excuse me, my yeah. son's coming through. You yeah. know, like you can tell like he's always been lived a pretty sheltered life and he's a bit rude and you think, oh, you've never had to worry no. about getting punched in the face. <clears throat> Do you know the best thing about a boxing club though? You could have people in there, mums and dads live in 10 million pound house. You could have people in there living in a council house, not got anything. But in that boxing club, they're all the same. Yeah, they're all one. There's respect. You, know. you could have you could have any race, you could have any religion, you could yeah. have any creed. Boxing brings people together because of how bloody hard it is. Yeah, you know, and and I'm a believer they should reintroduce it back in the schools, not necessarily to fight, but just for the discipline side and the fitness side of it. You know, but there's no talking. You know, two people sparring, you're you're doing your talking in the ring. Yeah, you know, there's 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 none of that. That's, that's only I mean one of the criticisms I have why I probably wouldn't, I'm sort of going against taking my son to play football is because you play football, they're all giving it there, all the parents on the side, like, fucking yeah. you know, yeah, like, right. it's horrible. I mean, albeit, I, when I was playing football when I was younger, <laughs> I was fucking the worst one, in all honesty, you know, I was like, I, I was no. a fucking nightmare. When <laughs> I was eight years much. old, I was, <laughs> you know what? I was sent off when I was eight <laughs> years old. You're I was mouth, what's going on? <laughs> but like, they couldn't like, I, I was fucking terrible, but I just think, I wouldn't want that you know what? I've lost a lot. I used to love football. As I say, run district sides, help with county sides. All my boys, I used to play at quite high level myself. But the love has gone because it's it's been ruined. Mm. You know, as you say, and even Johnny, he, he had enough of football. He said, because people want to fight you and argue and that. Yeah. And then after the game, it's all like as if it's a, a you know, it's just a, an act. Yeah, it's just an act. Yeah, and I, I believe sports should be honest. Yeah. You know, try as hard as you possibly can. Crest bang wallet. And then afterwards, shake hands and... But all the all the nonsense that goes with football. But for me, that's lies at like the top professionals because kids are watching, they're copying what they're seeing on the on the yeah. telly. You know? I also think like with people over football that want to fight, you know, yeah. I always think to myself, people go watch fo football football and then they want to fight, right? I'm like, yeah. listen, if you properly want to fight, why don't you go and try and do it properly? Why yeah. don't you get into MMA? Why don't you try and get into they don't, Because they can't, because they're hiding in numbers. But one thing that gets me with football, right? And I love football. And as I say, I've loved football all my life. You see a, an opposing player go to take a corner at a football ground. He's putting a ball on the on the, on the the quadrant, whatever they call it, on the corner flag. And everyone in the crowd swearing at him, giving him abuse. And why is that right? You know, mm. if you did that in the street. Yeah. You know what? I don't, I don't get why anyone would want to do that. Swear at someone in their face and scream at them. Yeah. You know, and it's like, not just one, it's probably 20, 30 of them all doing it together. I just don't get it. I mean, that said, when I go watch a football game, I'm like, yeah, but I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. Oh, you it's, do, it's, it's mob you mentality, can, though. You can't just lose your head, do you know yeah, what I mean? I know, but that's what football does. It, it makes yeah. people lose their yeah. head. They, 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 it takes away the reasonable thinking. Yeah. And I, why? You know, you got to watch rugby. I've been to Twickenham loads of times. England playing Ireland, England playing France. You sit next to Irishmen, yeah. Frenchmen, French women. And it's, it's it is mob mentality. Be. It's just a culture, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, it's not in rugby. It's not in any nah. other sport. You know, you go and watch hockey, you go and watch basketball, you go and watch any other sport. People respect the players on the pitch. Yeah. There's no respect for the fans, for the footballers. No, there's not. I mean, yeah. that, that's, that is a big reason why I've fallen out of love with football. I've, fall, my, I've fallen out of love with My concentration now, just, you know, like my boxing. And... I used to watch every single game on Sky. Like, you don't have a team though, do you? Listen, West Ham are our local team. Obviously, Steve Potts is a good friend of mine. Freddie yeah. Potts plays for West Ham. But Adji Bowler, Lessie Henry's good mate, was at West Ham. He's now at Sunderland. So I look out for Sunderland because of him. And Dan Potts, Steve's son, is at Luton. So we look out for Luton. So I just try and keep it 
you know, people I know. And but Will supported uh, Spurs, didn't he? Will Will support Spurs, yeah. Yeah, and Emery's Man U. Man U. And Johnny's sort of Liverpool growing up, like like Liverpool, but not really. Yeah. You know, just you know, when you've got a team, you sort of like. Yeah. We're not. We're not. We're not fanatics in no, our house. No. But you look out. You know. No, exactly. That's a bit how I. Listen, I've got. I've, I've spent many a time crying. Well, not crying, being upset with England over the years. So I couldn't, I couldn't be doing that every week. Nah, and I've, England's I've even... different though. You know what I love about England though is like obviously when when every week you know during Premier League everyone's at each other's throats. Yeah. What I love is that when everyone you know comes together, everyone comes together. Yeah. You know, and and we all be cunts together basically. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And we give it to Italians <laughs> like Salvatore. But even even like with England, like England, like Southgate's done a good job with England. But in the final, you know, we're one up against Italy. We're at home. And then we sit back. Yeah. I just thought, what, what is that all about? We're never, ever going to have another chance to win anything in my lifetime. Do you reckon? And I do reckon. I mean, we've got the best, that, we've mean, got the best group of players for years. And, and, and let's be truthful, the Italian defence was bloody old. You know, mm. and, we're, and we're sitting back. Italians are not that good at football. No, they are. No, no, only four, only, only, you know, yeah, four. But you and... understand, you understand what I'm saying. England do at home. Yeah. One nil up. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I've, I, he's very, he's very anti-England football fans, uh, no, John. I mean, no. he's a bit in his shell now because I, you're here. But I, I no, I, I, we've had this conversation about a million times. But like, I, like, uh, I, I wanted the England team to do obviously until we got to, to yeah. until, until Italy got to the final. I wanted England, the England football team, to do well because I, I really sort of respected <coughs> what what Southgate had done with the team. There was yeah. a bit a good ethos around it. But yeah, it's just you got to take your chance. Like I think it's, and I think that comes with experience. So that Italian team, they're winners. Yeah, you know I mean, they, they, they were there for the taking with that England team. Yeah, they really yeah. Gone for it, you know. All right, it, they might have still lost, but lose going having a go. You know what I mean? Yeah, have a go. Yeah, you know? should have won that man. Should have won it. You're at home. You're at Wembley. You're one new up. Yeah. I mean, you know, win the World Cup now. No, no, I, I mean, the World Cup, uh, it, uh, it seems like it's going to be a fucking shambles, to be yeah. honest. Well, it's a bit of a shambles at the moment, isn't I it? Mean, it's know? in Qatar. It's mad, isn't it? Money again, isn't it? Money's, money talks. Do you know Imagine what I mean? if there's any trouble out there with the England football fans. They're, they're just they, they've been locked up for 10 years, so you know, I don't think you have any trouble. I can't see many people going over there. No, no. Yeah. I, I think you'd be surprised. Some England football fans are diehard, you know, and... Yeah, but then them ones that will go over there probably ain't gonna go looking for trouble. Mm. You know, you have got England fans that go all over go. the place. Yeah. You know, it's different. Like if it's in France, you get like a few people just go over there and have a punch up and have a have a mm. drink and all that. But listen, I don't agree with football hooliganism at all. So if it cuts it out and there's none of that, it'll be it'll be yeah. good for football. Uh, it'll be good, it'll be good for yeah. football in that yeah, respect. It'll be positive. Yeah, definitely that. Uh, there's a big thing in youth leagues at the moment, uh, where the the sort of the leagues are having to really kind of warn the parents to to stop kicking off at the sidelines because it's become like a bit of like a, a problem again it's always been a little bit of a problem it's always been there in it it's this always is, been but it's yeah been... and i'm not going to say we've all had problems of football youth football yeah. matches you know what i mean it's just but there's got to be something to be done to stop it definitely i remember playing once and two two dads having a big tear up i could remember my dad having a fight on more than one occasion watching me playing football you know it's just what we talked about is just it happens and it shouldn't but yeah. it does, you know. It's, yeah, it's where it's what it is. You got you got people's children on the pitch, and you got grown men shouting at them or grown women shouting at them, and that's where the conflict pathetic, comes. Yeah. You know, it's like that's my son. That's you know, it's we've got to try and got to try and make it more more sporting if we can. Yeah. But you can't, as we said before, football brings out the worst in people. Oh, it brings the worst. It out does. People. You know, normal it's, thinking goes out the window. I mean, I went to a 
a game in uh, South America in Peru when I was over there. Oh, and uh, it was a lower league game, probably like yeah, Division like three kind of. I've seen some of them sort of games over there fighting on the pitch. It is yeah. insane. Like yeah. people just like, they're taking their like, they, when you go in, first of all, you can't have anything on. You can't have any, you can't have any change. They make yeah. you take your belt off, leave it outside the stadium. No lighters, nothing. Like nothing that can be used as a missile can come into the, to yeah. the place. So literally just your wallet and your phone. And then uh, you go in and like the the South Stand had just had like the fans were just jumping the whole time and just on their feet mm-hmm. the whole time, nonstop for ninety minutes, just yeah. up and down. And um, pl- three players got sent off during the game. The, the they've got stewards and police all around the stadium, but people were coming up to the sidelines, spitting on the players, like trying to hit them and stuff like that. People getting dragged out. It's just insane. Like so, you think you sort of think like you look at stuff like that. You think, well, England like. Countries like England have come a long way since like the eighties when it was kind of like that, or when it was like the big, huge tear ups. But there's still like a mentality within football in other European countries, Eastern European countries, like even just like Germany, like Italy's really bad for the hooliganism over there. Where you think there's something about the sport that just makes people behave in that mob mentality it's way. Mob, the mob culture, yeah, it gives people an identity that they wouldn't have in any other way, shape, or yeah. form of life. Yeah. So they can be like it. Makes them someone. football team, yeah. It yeah. gives them an identity. You know, we know people, they follow West Ham all over the country. And you think, why are they doing that? But it's like their family. When they're going, it's yeah. like they feel part of something. And and we're doing the same with the Mob Football Army. People feel part of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you can't knock people from wanting to be feel part of it, but just hoping that the hooliganism doesn't come back in this country because it's started to creep starting to creep I back think in. it's always been there a little bit, but yeah, yeah no, 100%. But there was a time when you didn't hear of it, didn't you? At all. Mm, yeah. You know, it started to, started to creep back I in. I think more prevalent because of social media, you know what I mean? It's made it a bit more of a thing but again. Also, also now with like downturning the economy and everything yeah. else, it's, that's when things... It's people's outlet, they're letting out their frustrations it's, it's, yeah, in their life. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, and, and let's be truthful, like a lot of football hooligans, like probably working in an office all week where they're told what to do, how to do yeah. it, can't express themselves. Yeah. And when they get out of the football the weekend, as you say, that's their that's their release valve. Yeah, you know. I mean, I've got a mate who's just who goes watch West Ham whenever they play in Europe. Yeah, and it's just like some of the stories he tells me. You know what I mean? It's just like that's on the pitch though, horrific. It's just yeah, yeah. but it's just proper. <laughs> he proper. You know what I mean? He's just letting the pressure valve yeah. just you know. They do. They get out. They get on that plane. Get over there, and it's just like all the chanting, all the songs, yeah. beers, beers, beers. And then anything goes. So if it's a bit like the Rom for Ball, we from the Rom for Ball <coughs> army, we don't we don't go around, you know, bashing people up. No violence. Rom, no violence. Rom for Ball Army is a no violence organisation. Singing only, Chinese Singing only. Singing only, Chinese only, few beers. Few beers. Nice Where do you see the future for for Johnny? You know, because when people go, Oh, you know, yeah, he's gonna be next heavyweight champion of the world, I think I don't put that expectation on him, you know what I mean? Because like I said, he's not had any amateur background. For me, I follow Johnny, whether it's, you know, to a world title or if it's to a British title or a Southern area title, I just love in the journey, you know what I mean? I mean, what level do you think he can get to? Listen, you're 100% right what you just said there because people say when you do boxing, you've obviously got to be want to be a world champion. I don't um, think it's about that. I think and, it's about the journey. And, and the fans, they don't care who Johnny fights, no. what he's fighting for, they're coming to watch him, Yeah, you know? But with Johnny, what you said it there, I think, listen, to be a world champion is just like unbelievable. But I think if he could ever fight for a British title, 
British title and you can see where you can go yeah, after that. That's but what I think. It's just one fight at a time. I know mm. it's an old cliche, but it purely is one fight at a time because he, he is still learning on the job. People have got to remember that. And because you knock people out, doesn't mean you've learned, you know, you're ready for another massive step. Because boxing is the hardest game, the hardest sport, and you've got to do it correctly. The matchmaking is the most important part. I'm, I'm hopefully helping out with the matchmaking as well. You don't want walkovers, but you don't want... I mean, he fought Nguema in his fifth fight. Nguema, a Spanish heavyweight champion, been a distant, distance with Oscar Rivas. Probably too hard for his fifth fight. Fought him with a broken hand, a cut after 30 seconds. Still won, and that's going to stand him in good stead for the future. But you don't want too many of them early on. You know, you want tests, but the right tests. But definitely one fight at a time. If if Johnny's even said himself, if you could win an English title, we'd be over the moon. I think an you English know? title or Southern area title. Imagine Southern something area. like that at your call. Yeah. How much of a, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be that's great what I mean. Out. Southern area title, an English title. Hopefully your aim is to get to British title level. When you think of the boxers that have held the British heavyweight title, Frank Bruno, Lennox Lewis, Tyson yeah. Fury. You know, they're top, top What names. an achievement that is. Top, top names, you know. So if you even just got the British level, you yeah. know, and then and then after that, you can you can put yourself about and see where you can get to. But yeah, you, listen, yeah, everyone says, oh, you've got to want to be a world champion. But I think you've also got to know your levels, where you are yeah. at that time. You know, you've got to build gradually. And I don't think I've ever heard Johnny come out and go, you know, I'm going to be world champion or whatever. He's just, he's very much like that. One step at a time. He's always learning. I mean, I think one of his biggest um, strengths is, He's obviously he's a very smart boy. Yeah. You know, he is a, 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 a an absolute professional. You know, you can just you can see that. I I, I imagine his attitude in the gym is is absolutely spot on. He's always learning. I think that obviously he's very powerful. He's a very strong boy, but um, I think one of his biggest strengths is his intelligence. You know, listen before he turned professional, he was finishing as you said he was in Las Vegas finishing his dissertation for his history degree, and he was looking at going into courses to become a barrister. Yeah, you know, so he's always got that to fall back on. He's got his he's got his exams. He's got everything there. But we'll said have a go, have a go at the boxing, see where it can uh, where it can get you. you and Exeter is one of the top unis in the country. It's it? a good, good, good university, really good. So he he done well. You know, he he tries hard in whatever he does. I know I'm a father talking like that, but he does. You know, whatever it was, an exam, a test, anything, he'd put everything he's got into it. Yeah, so, ranked you know, thirteen in the country, Exeter. Yeah, is it 13 now? It used to be, used to be in the top 10, I think. It's dropped back since Johnny's left. <laughs> what's, I'll tell you, what's Johnny's rank now in the British heavyweight rankings, would you say? Uh, I think when I see who's about 13th or 14th, I think. Um, last time I looked, but they obviously fluctuate up and down. Of course they you know, But for someone who's 23, only had six fights. Yeah. When you see the names above him, you look at them, you think, yeah, there's probably a couple in there he could he could beat. But then like the top six or seven, they're like proper proper names. Yeah, Tyson you know? Fury. Yeah, you've Joshua, got like Fury, yeah. Fury, you've got... Like Dillian White, you've got, you know, you've got proper names in there. Yeah. Even like people above him, like Fabio Wardley, you know, Johnny and Fabio spar a lot, but Fabio's that step above Johnny at the moment, yeah. you know? But He's a great, friends. great heavyweight fighter, yeah. Fabio Wardley. 13th. 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 Yeah, for 23 year old, he's had six fights. Who's you know? just above him? Is it Adelaide? Uh, Cash Alley. Cash Alley. Cash, Cash Alley. Alley. Johnny sparred Cash quite a few times and Johnny said, He's, he's a tough customer, you know, he's yeah. like they're experienced. He's, yeah, he's an like experienced, experienced heavyweight guys. boxer. And that, that makes all the difference. But I think, yeah, I think you could I think you could beat him. But listen, Cash Cash is underrated as well, because Johnny's had some lot of hard spars with Cash and he, he said and he come out and he said he's a lot better than what you think. Yeah, yeah, fair you know? enough. Yeah. Have you got um go on, sorry. I know I was gonna say well he's uh 
He's the only Essex boxer in the top 20. Yeah. So he's, listen, number one heavyweight. Hardest geezer in Essex. Yeah, is that what I call him? Apart yeah, from me, of course. Johnny, Johnny, number two hardest geezer in Essex. Yeah, that's it. Big John, number one. Number one. Um, I don't refuse to be hard at anything there. Who else is in that top five, do you reckon? Top five heaviest geezers in Essex. What, the, you mean hard nuts? Like, hard, like who, who's hardest? You... Johnny Fisher. It's not me. Count me out of that. But we'll Johnny Fisher. For... Who else you got in there? Who did you say? Obviously, Connor Ben's from Essex. So, um... Connor Ben. Uh, who else? Who else Eddie is... Hearn. <laughs> I think Eddie. Tom Skinner. Tom Skinner. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably he be up there. A, he can have a fight, can't he, Tom? Yeah, um, he'd probably be up there. If we could have an Essex celebrity boxing, who would you? Which two fighters would you? Would you get? Who would you pick to fight? If it were any other person in Essex to fight. Um, yeah, celebrity boxing match. Gemma Collins. Gemma. <laughs> I think I might have a chance there. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I, I don't think. Yeah, no, probably not. Big John versus Gemma Collins. Let's get it on, mate. That's a bit bigger than you, you bank yeah, Ben. Let's isn't get it? it on. Let's get it on. Yeah, you saw that first year. Yeah, what are your but th- just before the fight, Big John fouls for a drugs test. Kumpo, <laughs> Kumpo <Kung> Paul <laughs> in the system. Yeah. He what? goes, yeah, he's got, uh, he's got, um, yeah, he's got too much uh, chow mein in his yeah, system. Yeah, too much chow mein in his system. Yeah, that, I can't be tested for chow mein. Uh, what do you think of all the YouTube boxing matches? Of, of, uh, do you think they're good for the sport? What do you, what do you Listen, think about it's, them? Again, he's bringing other people into the sport of boxing. If people want to pay it, why not? You know, I... Uh, I don't want to devalue boxing. You know, a lot of boxers work hard all their life and they don't get half of what or quarter of what these YouTubers are getting. But it's all about popularity at the end of the day, isn't it? Mm. It's what sells, you know. It is a is a business as well as a sport. So yeah. if you've got I've, something that sells, um, but it's it's not for me. You know, I don't really I don't really watch a lot of it. But um, if people are earning money out of it and it's generating, why not? How much would someone have to pay you to have a fight? Like to have a, one of these YouTube or TikTok boxing fight? It'd have to be quite a lot because... 100 grand? Yeah, I'd say 150 grand and a plate of Chinese. <laughs> yeah. I think I think you couldn't turn down 100 grand. If someone offered you 100 grand to do a fight, you'd give something to charity, keep some of yourself. What sort of know. fighting weight do you reckon you'd get? To? What are you now? You know, I'm about 29 stone at the minute. Yeah, 29? Yeah. I was 32, so I'm coming down. I could, I could get to about 26 stone, I reckon. Yeah, what's yeah. your waist? Fuck knows. What are you saying? I won't get short. No, no, no I'm just thinking. I'm, yeah, but I'm just thinking. What is a twenty-nine stone man? What sort of waist is that? Waist it got to be about fifty in it. Yeah, I'll just buy off Jackamo. So you buy whatever fits me. You'd struggle to find someone to to. Fo- but then once you heavyweight, you heavyweight, ain't you? Once yeah. over, once over sixteen stone. Mm. Listen, I used to box years ago, but to get fighting fit, because even if you was going to do it for that, you've got to you've got to get to a level of mm. of fitness, you know. But it's What's, whether I could do that or not. What sort of camp? Eight week camp, I reckon. Eight week camp, yeah, yeah. It'd be good. It'd be fun. It'd be good to see if you could do it. But it'd be bloody hard work, mate. You'd have the best trainers, though, Mark Tibbs. Yeah, I'd get Mark on board, and uh, but I think he'd scare the life out of me, to be honest with you. So uh, tough trainer, is he? He's like, listen, Mark. You know, like we, I've driven to sparring with Johnny before, and we talk, and you talk about everything and anything, you know, from his dad's life to. It's great to hear all these stories. But then when he gets in the ring, like in the gym, he just comes alive. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see his knowledge yeah. when he's in that ring. And I've been watching Johnny Spar and Mark's telling him things and I'm thinking, yeah, he's making sense there. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't want to upset him. He's a uh, he's a fighting man through and through, Mark oh, Tips. Yeah. 
he really is. I wouldn't want to upset him, that's for sure. And he's he's a lovely man, you know, we get on really well, but I wouldn't want to upset him. I mean, they're the, they're just like him and his dad, they're like the typical old East End boxing. Jimmy, like Jimmy, you talk to Jimmy, you're like my dad used to know like people Jimmy mucked about with and all that and you hear stories and yeah. And they're proper. He's like you hear, you've got all these films about the Essex boys, but Jimmy Tibbs is like blows them out of the water, you know yeah. what I mean? I said to Mark, I said, we need a film about your dad. You know, it's whether yeah. whether he does it while he's still alive or not, but that'd be great viewing. You know? I mean, but, but bloke, old blokes like that, um, they lived that life, but it was never... And he didn't think there was anything special about that life. No, it, that was I mean? just their life. It's yeah, what they grew up in. It's what they lived. But also, they don't want that on, on show. They don't want to be known for that. No, you know? exactly. But to, them, because to them, it was nothing special. It's just nah. what they had to do at the time. But it would be a, a blockbuster, I'm sure. So you was brought up in Rumford... Yeah, we, we moved out of Stepney. We was from Stepney. We moved out of there when I was about three, I think. Yeah. Because I've got three older sisters. Moved to Harold Hill first for a year. Yeah. And then we moved to Gideon Park in Romford and been there ever since. Yeah. Funny, that's my my, my, that's my dad moved. They moved, um, grandparents moved out to Harold Hill, actually. Yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, Harold Hill was one of them areas after the war. Yeah. Popped up. Um, and that's where they got sent, you know. Yeah. Totally. And then we, we, we say we went there and then my mum and dad fortunate enough to buy their own house mm. in Romford. So Colton Road, my sister and brother-in-law still live in the same house. Is that Thatcher? Thatcher is. Yeah, must have been. Buy, yeah, buy yeah, yeah, must have been yeah. yeah, must have been. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When Because they, I don't think they bought the cancer house. They left the cancer house. Mm. I don't even think it was cancelled. They might have been renting it or, but we bought our house in Colton Road in Romford. And I say my sister's still in it. She bought it off my mum and dad. Oh, really? And uh, we used to live two door, two two streets away. And now we live three streets away. And so your dad was was Stepney, sort of born and bred. Yeah, but he, my dad, like God rest his soul, has been gone 10 years now, built up his own businesses. He'd done well for himself, didn't have an education, mm. but he knew how to earn money in the right way, you know. And I'm still doing the cheese business now from what he started in 1990, you know. Oh, so wicked. we still were on the last remnants of it. It's still there. But um, yeah, he was he was a bit of an entrepreneur, my dad, and he knew how to, how to run a business, you know, so... He done well, done well for himself. He ended up in Emerson Park from nothing, so you know he done well for himself. What do you think he'd make of you? All these PAs now. Do you base? know what I miss? He'd, he'd love it. He'd probably he'd, he'd probably be there come with me. He probably would come with me. I just yeah. that's one thing I'm very sad about. He hasn't seen what Johnny's become. He hasn't seen even yeah. what Henry done with a football. William, because he always used to go and watch William and being a goalkeeper, it was like hard work. But William even surpassed what he probably thought he could do. And now with Hetty, you know, it'd be. He'd be there. He'd be the main. And, and we had this conversation yesterday with somebody where I was with Henry and William with football, mainly with Henry, I suppose. My dad used to take Johnny boxing. He used to be with him three times a week and he used to get him chicken and chips afterwards. And on yeah. Friday night, he used to get him a little little chocolate bar, you know, as a, as a little treat. And my dad was very similar to me, very similar personality. Everyone sort of liked him. I'm not yeah. saying everyone likes me, but they did like him. Because he could get on with people. Yeah. Yeah, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't suffer fools Gladly either. If he didn't like someone, he wouldn't put up with them. Mm. You know, but he'd tell you exactly, you knew exactly where you stood with him every time. I think that's the thing I find artists now, as as I've got a bit older and I I, I appreciate family members so much more now. Um, you know, obviously I've just had a son and, you know, I, I look at my son sometimes and then sometimes I've done stuff in the comedy where I'm like, oh, this is a bit of a milestone. I'm like, yeah. this is, this is really cool. You know what I mean? And, I my my mind always goes to my grandparents. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have them there to yeah. uh, experience this with me. You know what I mean? Like it, it is, 
no matter, obviously, you lose them as they get older. Yeah. Listen, people die. Yeah. You know, it's just the way of the world, isn't it? But that's one thing I find difficult is oh, I'd love for them to be experiencing this with me, you know? My dad went, my dead was 67, just retired. He went too young. Mesothelioma from his first ever job when he was 15, lagging pipes. And uh, he's gone, you know, 67 is far too young, you know? Mm. He would have had another few years. But how old would he be now, John? 77. 77. Yeah, so he'd still be at the age where he could be enjoying. Still Johnny be at the age where he could still be enjoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just life deals you some cruel blows. Sometimes he went to the doctor once in his life, and he was told he had three months to live. You know, so um, it's just life, unfortunately. But he he lived his life. He had no regrets, and none of us had any regrets with him. And um, I see Johnny sometimes puts up his nan. Um, on his Instagram and TikTok, is that your mum? That's my mum. That's my mum. dad's. My dad's wife. Yeah. So yeah. Um, a lot. I haven't seen my mum as much as I want in the last few weeks because I've been here, there, and everywhere. I haven't even seen my own family. But yeah, family are very important. Very important, very important. part of life. I tell. You, I remember. Uh, I remember one. My, my so my nan and granddad. They they went to where was they? They moved out to Debden. Yeah. And Debden they went to Harlow. Yeah. And then they started getting. Um, I mean, getting to that age where, like, my mum had to keep an eye on them. Yeah. My uncle was in Epping. So she said, right, we're going to move you to Brentwoods, where we lived. And um, uh, my name was just like a, a celebrity down Brentwood High Street. Yeah. Because she was such a character. Proper, yeah, proper. Because she was yeah. such a character. Like, everyone yeah. loved her. She and all the shops, they knew her. Yeah. And then one of the girls who worked in the shop, she used to sing Dan Sugar out on a Thursday, right? Yeah. So, like, no, my, no, I'd go see her every week. And she'd go... Oh, yeah, yeah, so-and-so singing down at Sugar Up. Man, she's going to take me and your granddad. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. fucking whatever. Yeah. I, like to, I think you're talking shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Anyway, I go in there one day yeah, on a Thursday. There. I'm pissed out my head. I'm like, hey. I turn around, my dad and granddad are there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking, fucking someone put something in my drink. She's like, all right, Josh. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, it was so funny, but it was like, it was... It it's was, that word again, surreal. Surreal. Yeah, yeah it's surreal. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> Memories like that you just remember, you know. Yeah, of course, but it's good you got that memory as well. Yeah, great you got it. Yeah, it's all about that because at the end of the day, that's all we do have, John, isn't it? Listen, when, we, when my dad was on his last breath, they just sort of just in the hospital for seven days before he went, and all you're talking about is the memories. The memories. You know, you got to make memories. You got to go out there. You got to go on holidays. You got to do things, even if something ain't great. You remember it. You know what I mean? And that's what you've always got. So no one can ever take them away from you. I can't remember things that I've bought. You know what I mean? I can't remember cars that I've bought. or. No. But I remember, you know, like, for example, Johnny fighting at the O2. That is something I will remember memory, for the rest yeah. of my life. Because yeah. I always say it's one of the best sporting things I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, and to see what it sort of meant to, it's to, nice to, to him and say to that. the family. A lot of people say that. And it's, yeah. it's great to hear it's special that. to me, you know. And this is why I, I love Johnny. I love you yeah. guys as a family. And I love watching the journey because it... I've got that personal connection yeah. for it. You know what I mean? A lot um, of people feel like that. And it is a journey. None of us know where it's going to end yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But we'll enjoy it while we're on that journey. You know, yeah. that's, that's part of it. We all enjoy it. And whoever's part of it, they can enjoy it as well. And often, you, you know, you see people be successful and you're like, oh, you know, can't. But with, with, with Johnny, you know, it just seems like, it's almost like, it feels like a rocky story to Listen, me. You know what I mean? It's success and he hasn't achieved anything yet. But he's achieving success slowly. Yeah. But it's through hard work. And from what he's done, anyone can take. You know, like he, he he never boxed in the GB Olympic team. He never won an ABA title. But he's now 6-0. and oh. He's like doing well on the shows for Matchroom. Yeah. You know, so if he can do it, anyone can do it. 
You know, it's just hard work, hard work and dedication. And he answered the call to Sam Jones for sparring to uh, Joe Joyce. He put himself out. Put yourself out. You never know what rewards you're going to get. I mean, you say if he could do it, anyone could do it. I mean, not everyone's um, six foot three and build up big shit out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not meaning in boxing in terms. I'm meaning yeah, in, just in, life. in life in general. Put yourself out. Yeah. If you want to do something, just have a go at it. Yeah, yeah, just to be clear, if you're listening to this and you think, fuck it, I'm going to go down the boxing <laughs> yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to um, I'm gonna be Eddie Hearn's next big matchroom fighter. Chances are you are going to get knocked out because yeah. you're a fucking person. I mean, I All mean, right? I mean in life. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, like someone like yourself there doing what you're doing here. There's so many people might want to be doing that, but they've got their job. You know, sometimes yeah. in life you have to take a little chance. Take, take a, a leap little, of faith, don't you? Yeah, it's like Henry. Henry's changed direction in his career. Yeah, totally. He's doing all this now. You know, with Jake and, and Ian. Because he went, he was working in insurance and he's working gone insurance. To... He's got all his exams. He was doing well, but I could see my son. The spark had gone out of his eye. He was he was just existing mm. rather than living. And he's he's good with all this. And Jake offered him a chance. And he said, What do you think? Yeah, so I that's said, doing the doing yeah. the media, doing the social, doing all the media, all the video. With Queensbury, video, isn't it? No, Brain Cup. Brain Cup. But Brain yeah. Cup worked for Queensbury, they, they work, work for, for SJM. Um and I and he's twenty one years of age and he said, What should I do? I said, Emma, you're twenty one, give it a go. If you're yeah. twenty five and it don't work out. But and I he's th- he's good at it as well. And I, I remember having this chat with him on the phone because he he'd done um the, the when I do these grafter characters and I've done this yeah. rap right, he puts the he puts the tune together, yeah. and he's oh you know I've got this opportunity, I've done what to do. And I, I said, listen, you know, I'm sure you come to the right decision, but following your passion, always. At 21 years, and of I age. said you're at the right age at 21. Yeah. yeah, you know, I said for me, obviously I have still got my job yeah. and I do the comedy, and it's hard, it's yeah. hard to juggle the both, but I do it, but because I've got a family, I've got to support yeah. them, you know. Exactly. And at the moment, the comedy's not at the sort of salary no. where it supports my family. Supports I said, it. but you've got no ties, you no. know. Why not go for it? And he's gone for it, and he, he spent a week up with Joe Joyce at the Parker thing, like interviewing Tyson Fury, yeah. Joe Parker. You know, it's it, memories. Talk about memories and experiences. In that one week alone, you've got a lifetime of them. Yeah. I think. I think there's a lot of. Um kids of that generation who who now have different mentality and different outlook on career and life and they and they're more willing to sort of take those risks I, I agree with you whereas I maybe like sort of mine Josh's generation your generation Even my generation yeah you're just sort of told to you know go go, go to uni go go to work get you know, a job do, and stay in that job till you're 60 exactly yeah. but I, I and I sort of like I quite respect like the, the sort of young generation and their attitude towards it now because they think well why do why would I want to go and work in an office do nine to five for a job that I think is soulless making yeah. money for someone else a job that doesn't stimulate me creatively or you know just intellectually whatever you're 100% right um, you know I meet a lot of young people at these nightclub appearances the personal appearance they're all university students there's a lot of good young people out there. You know, a lot of good personalities, a lot of, we should let that personality come out. Yeah. Rather than just all be, you know, but I, I think the powers that be want everyone to be the same. Everyone to be employees, don't yeah, they? Yeah, rather than, let's be entrepreneurs Falling in this country, line. you know, we've got a personality, use your personality. It's, it's the most important thing, I think. I mean, you see that in the corporate world, you know, like when people are, are sending emails or having Zoom meetings, you know, you sort yeah. of see it and you're like, there's not one bit of personality. <coughs> you know what I mean? But it's almost like that's how you've got to be to get on. You've got to be super formal. Well, we and I'm like, that's of, not real, is it, really? We know a lot of high-powered people in the business world and like they're all on group chats and they say, you're not allowed to say certain things. You're not allowed you're not allowed to be yourself, basically. No. You know, and, and I don't get me wrong. I don't mean you should be allowed to be rude to anyone or, or be offensive, but you should be able to show your personality. Yeah. yeah. But you're not. 
You know, and that's, that's society at the moment wants everyone to conform and be the same. Mm. And we're not. We're human beings at the end of and the day. And then you've got something like TikTok, which allows you to express your personality and completely. Why TikTok's coming out so big because mm. people are being different and are, and people are saying, oh, look, they can do that. They can do this. Yeah. You're 100% right. Yeah. Totally. I, I think that's why, that's why people think... Well, I could just post videos online until I get a bit of a following or whatever, or I could go and and obviously, you know, it's not a viable career uh, uh, route no. for everyone. You got to have something about you. You got to be a bit different. You have got to resonate with people. Well, sometimes somehow. you just got to be lucky. Yeah, right place at the right time. You know, it's just. But then, as I say, listen, I'm on TikTok with with views and followers, but I don't really watch it that much myself. You know, there's a you do get a lot of bad content on TikTok. You oh, know, yeah. I've got a daughter, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, God, do I really want her to be on it? You know, but. It's, it's, it's it, what I'll say about TikTok is fucking mind numbing. I mean, I uh, <laughs> upload, I started uploading my sketches and videos on there. I don't never scroll. I have scrolled a couple of times yeah. and I'm like, this is this same is same as me. This yeah. is yeah. like this is draining me. Yeah, like, no, do you know no. what I mean? But at the same time, it's getting me more views, yeah. more people finding out about what I do. So it's a it's, good tool. Yeah, so it's tool. a good tool. But you got to use it as a tool, though. That's yeah. The thing. I'm, I'm an Instagram man. I like Instagram. Oh, Instagram, yeah. yeah we're I like, Instagram. I like Instagram. Yeah, I'm not, I haven't got Facebook. I've got a bit of Twitter. They they ban me for using a song on one of Johnny's uh, oh, really? boxing things. Yeah, for copyright thing. But now they've reintroduced me and I've come back on it. But I'm not, I've used Instagram since and I'm, yeah. I'm much more happy on Instagram, you know. Do you get a lot of like uh, um, companies approaching you for brands and stuff? And yeah, on sponsors. TikTok and things and that. But listen, I don't want to be one of them ones sitting there going, oh, you've got to buy this. No, yeah, I've always yeah. said that. I'm I don't not interested. Wanna, I don't want to be doing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. Nah, I want it. people to see my, you know, my art, my stand up, my sketches. Yeah. That's what it's there for. I'm not there to sell anything. Have you, you got know? a blue tick? I ain't got a blue tick. See, I don't even want a blue tick. Do you not know? Normal people, normal man. I don't want a blue tick. I like that approach because some a lot of people would like. I want a blue people tick. People come on to you all the time. You can get your blue tick. Get blue tick. Get blue tick. Get blue tick. I know a lot of them are sales things, and other people have said, "Oh, you should have a blue tick." I don't want a blue tick. No, I don't want it. That's why we love Big John. The, un, the unblue tick. That's really. why we love. They start a craze. People taking their but blue listen, Big John's moon like fucking man of the people. Uh, listen, I well, feel like you get the blue tick and people will be like, Big John, you've I changed. Don't want, I don't want a blue. Yeah, but listen, I even get Charlotte, my wife, going, "Oh, you're changed, you have." You know what I mean? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Listen, this this little bit of popularity that I've got could go at any time, right? And I know that, and I'm not trying to be saying I'm not. I, I would never ever do that. And if I do ever start to change, you tell me because I would. I love the. I love how your missus digs you out, <laughs> saying you've changed. We've had a, we've had a few rares lately. I tell you, it's oh, uh, that's, that's great. She's uh, she's put me in my place. Yeah, you yeah. need that though, isn't it? You know, it's good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be without her. You know, it's like no chance. You know, no chance. That's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, she's put me in my place lately. Let's put it that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big John, thanks um, thanks so much for coming no, on the show. Thanks for having me on. It's still a surreal moment to be asked to be talking to you. No, mate, it's, um, we're on this journey together, yeah, I think. You know, um, And it's, um, you know, love you, love your family. Um, I think you're all amazing. And, um, you know, just just wish you every success. I'm just glad that you've future. got me a chair that I can fit in. So thank you very much. <laughs> just just before you go, what's your Chinese order? <coughs> right, tonight I'll get Chinese. I'll get uh, plain charming. I'll get egg fried rice, bold rice. I'll get chicken charming. I'll get sweet and sour chicken on Kong style. I'll get sweet and sour pork on Kong style. Roast pork Chinese style. Roast duck uh, Chinese style. We'll get salt and chili king prawn, kung po prawn, salt and chili chicken, shredded chili beef, probably a portion of ribs, chips, prawn crackers, mini pancake rolls, curry sauce.
bad. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Saturday, Saturday night. But I've got to do, got to do a lot of ticket business before now and then. I'm so behind. Listen, you've inspired hours. me tonight. I was going to get an Indian. Fuck that. No, I'm getting Chinese, Chinese mate. Chinese. On Saturday night, it's Chinese. Fuck Indian. Yeah, Fuck Chinese. the Indian takeaway. Listen, listen. <laughs> That's what I mean. Listen, we love an Indian, but Indians are Friday night after you've been to the pub. Go and sit in. Yeah. Chinese takeaway. Chinese takeaway all the way. Yeah. Chinese takeaway. I, I think this is coming out on uh, a week on Wednesday. So have you got any stuff coming up? Oh, the Wednesday Johnny's plug fight. The, plug when, the fight as well. Uh, the Johnny's fight's fight. 29th of October. Yeah, so it's a couple of weeks after that. And, and you still got tickets to shift? <coughs> yeah, we'll always have tickets to shift. Yeah. yeah. So get the tickets. Um, yeah, you can message Big John directly. Honestly, if I, if I can suggest going to watch one thing this year, um, fucking don't come watch me. Go watch Johnny. <laughs> Honestly, that that is uh, that's something you've got to experience, yeah, it's and it's, good, it's it's such a, a big. Everyone's together. Um, it's just a great atmosphere, and it's something really good to experience. You know, yeah, I'll be. I'm gonna try my absolute best to get to the lead show because I don't think I've got a gig at yeah, the moment. Lovely. So I'll be there That'd on be 10th of December. Unfortunately, I can't go and see October Fire. Because I've not been to the last couple, and I'm, Listen, I'm missing people, out. People have got busy lives. You know, not everyone yeah. can come to every fight, but that's that's life. You know. But listen, we still got tickets. 29th October. We'll always have them. Um, be part of it thanks so much mate. so Johnny's at the OVO Arena in Wembley um, on the 29th of October that's 29th correct. of October and yeah. they can get tickets from from myself on Instagram at it's Big John one just DM me brilliant Bosh. Big John thank you so much lovely, lovely. thank you Salvatore Bacconi as yeah. always for producing what this episode still has a great name yeah Big Sal <laughs> yeah. he's now the newest member of the Ron Football yeah. Army we need to get him a t-shirt yeah, t-shirt. We'll yeah. We'll yeah. Get I'll get him a, when I pop over yeah. I'll get him I'll get him a t-shirt we'll a as t-shirt. well nice. um, and we'll have to wear them on a the pod won't we fight yeah. week especially and I'll, and I'll be called Luca Brossi so Luca Brossi yeah and as ever guys if you could just rate us five star on Spotify Five star on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating. You know, leave us a nice review. Go and support Johnny's fight. Get it on DAZN, um, or get tickets if if you're free that night. Honestly, it's one of the best things you would ever go watch. So, um, thank you, Big John, again, and um, me, up the run for Ball Army. Thank you, Josh. Bash. Bash. Bash.